While at the 2017 IndieWeb Summit, I sat down with some of the participants to ask, why did you get involved with the IndieWeb? My name is Johannes Ernst. Uh, my personal website is upon2020.com. I'm also building a Linux distribution called uBoss at uBoss.net, which uh, makes it easy to set up uh, IndieWeb and IndieWeb-like uh, websites. I believe that uh, we are all committing a gigantic mistake by giving way too much power to uh, ever larger and ever less accountable internet companies and we need to uh, reassert control. Unfortunately, we haven't really built the products and the services to really make that possible and I'd like to uh, help doing that. The next thing that I really like to do is I'd like to make it much easier based on the current IndieWeb technologies as discussed uh, here and uh, today. Um, to get current plugins uh, for WordPress and other sites uh, uh, installed as painlessly as possible so that normal people can do this. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of July 22nd through 28th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Homebrew Website Club met on July 25th in Edmonton and on July 26th in Wellington, Berlin, Baltimore, Frederick, San Francisco, and Fort Collins, and a virtual homebrew website club at Central European Time. Congratulations to Wellington, New Zealand, and Frederick, Maryland, USA on their first HWC meetups. You can find photos and links to notes from the meetings in the newsletter. The next homebrew website club meetups will be August 2nd in Portland, and a regularly scheduled homebrew website club on August 9th, with Brighton, London, Baltimore, and a virtual homebrew website club at Central European Time confirmed so far. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org HWC. All IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Thanks to Aaron Parecki for sharing bookmarks to three posts about the IndieWeb this week. First up is a post by Jeremy Keith at adactio.com titled Posting to My Site. In it, he counts the ways that he posts to his website, from custom admin interfaces for articles and short notes, to bookmarklets for sharing posts as he reads them, to syndicating content back from Instagram and Swarm, to text message and micropub. 
He also describes the ways that he syndicates his posts out from his site via feeds, silos, and archival copies on the Internet Archive. Nicholas Hoisey at nicholas-hoisey.com published a post titled So Long Discus, Hello Webmention. In it, he describes the history of comments on his Jekyll-based blog, the friction he experienced using the Discus comment system, and how he replaced that system with webmentions using a combination of webmention.io, Bridgie, and the Jekyll Webmention.io plugin. Chris Aldrich published a post titled An Introduction to the IndieWeb at altplatform.org. In it, Aldrich lays out a case for having a single website that represents you online and through which you can easily communicate with everyone, regardless of which silos they prefer. The article is a great introduction to the indie web movement's inspiration, principles, how to get started on your own indie web journey, and how to get plugged into the community. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. Community and Concepts The IndieAuth page continues to be updated with several improvements and notes about possible future improvements. The goals of the updates are to distinguish the IndieAuth web sign-in process from the IndieAuth.com service, to help users understand how to configure their websites, and to help developers build compatible software and services. Services and Organizations Three new pages of interest were created this week. First, a new page was created for GDPR, the EU's General Data Protection Regulation, which sets guidelines on the use of personally identifiable information. The page includes notes about the regulation's requirements around consent and data portability. A new page was created for PERMA.cc, a service developed by the Harvard Law School Library for archiving web citation links in legal filings. And a new page was created for QuickPosse, a WordPress plugin by IndieWeb community member Ashton McAllen, which syndicates posts to Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. IndieWeb Development A new page was created for Honeypot Field, a method of identifying spam form submissions by including a field which is not visible when viewing the page in the browser, or which warns the viewer to leave them blank. Posts which contain data in this field are likely automated spam. A new page was created for Nanopub, a freely licensed micropub server implementation for static websites, written in PHP by Daniel Goldsmith, which was announced last week. A new page was created for CheckMention, a service by KB Sriram at kbsriram.com, which allows developers to test their WebMention implementations for several kinds of security vulnerabilities. It is available at checkmention.appspot.com. And finally, the author page has been updated with examples of how to use microformats to markup to indicate the author of content on your site. The page now also includes a link to a validation tool, available at sturdy-backbone.glitch.me, which visualizes how the authorship algorithm processes a page. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85 Suit, Day 48 Glitch, Day 49 Floating, 
Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music Project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org, and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org. 